hi welcome am i supposed to stare at the eyeball of the phone or my eyeballs it was the eyeball of the phone i'm gonna stare at my eyeballs hi i know it's you know, july is almost over but that's okay because i can give you a little extra update on how my july has been going everything that i talked about in part one mm -hmm, yeah it's the same shit um i'm still feeling pretty anxious when i wake up in the mornings but this time around i've noticed that i have become a very safe container for the emotions that come up and i'm able to trust myself to do what is necessary to make myself feel better and not sit in spiraling thoughts shame spirals anxious spirals i'm like okay what can i do for myself if i try to meditate and i realize okay i'm feeling anxious too anxious to meditate because meditating requires like a, a calm state and if you are anxious you have a lot of energy so it's best to dance or do yoga and i really love yoga one of my spirit guides really loves yoga i thought i'd share that we're yoga buddy buddies so we do yoga you know what I think I should call her up when I started doing yoga like hey girly you want to come on let's do yoga together that might strengthen our relationship that's so sweet y'all got my aura portrait taken yesterday it's so cute go on my Instagram to see it I will go get it but like I don't want to get up I'm trying to finish this um video and also do what I said I was going to do and do two parts because I've noticed that I don't usually finish what I start and that's bothering me so I'm pushing through and proving to myself that hey I actually can finish what I start and not fulfilling the self-fulfilled uh not trying to fulfill a self-fulfilling prophecy that proves a deep-rooted belief in me that I'm actually not enough and when I when I do things that show I'm enough like I stop ruminating on something or I actually show up for myself and uh, meet my goals that's another belief that I have that like I'm, I don't meet my goals anyway this is as soon as I'm about to prove it wrong I get scared and anxious because it's like oh my god who am I if not for this belief we finna figure it out we finna figure it out what we not gonna do is keep perpetuating this belief and I said that um finishing what I start is is a funny way of uh you know like attaching that to my worthiness because I don't want to attach my productivity to what I'm worth and I just want to say for someone that may be needing this I was going through the Instagram of the art studio that took my aura portrait and someone posted their portrait and was saying how they were afraid that day of taking the portrait because they thought that the darkness that they were feeling inside would show up in the portrait and the portrait reminded them that no matter how low they're feeling they're always full of love and light. I don't like putting those two words together because the connotation I have to it now bothers me but it doesn't matter how low we're feeling, how depressed we are feeling. We are never like, I don't want to say we're not those emotions because to me, that's, that's a way of pushing away our depth and wholeness and fullness. But 
I think we tend to feel unworthy and unlovable and not like ourselves when we are feeling dark and when we are feeling murky and dense, but you're always full of that light and that love that is you. Are my beliefs changing right now? I don't know. We'll see. So anyway, I'm going to finish the journal thing. I remember I left off with okay this i'm hot give me a second all right also i'm sure you can tell i got my hair done yes my locks are still up under here they're wrapped you can't you see that's where it stops <laughs> i got a free retwist and my hair done for like 20 us dollars very cool where i last left off was a valentine's day letter that i wrote for myself so we're in the middle of february we're actually right in the middle of february this is going to be a short video so here's what i wrote for my valentine's day letter to me because i love myself i said happy valentine's day roland i love you you are so beautiful when i look at you i see all the stars in the sky i see your fear your fears you're dying to belong, but knowing you're not meant to. I see your patience, your hesitation. You're always in your head, analytical Virgo. I see space, time, moon, monsoon, no time at all. I see sense, then I see none. I see you, I see sun. You're not like anyone. I love you, Roland so 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 much why no reason maybe it's because you've tried living by the rules and kept pushing even though on the inside you failed i see you trying to change definitions altogether i love you because your mind is so bright you are such a genius maybe it's because you've tried to please all the people around you and neglected yourself Maybe it's because you're scared what'll happen if you don't pray, if you're not disciplined, if you're not enough. That's funny because I just talked about that. I love you because you're gentle with me. You weren't always, but you changed. I love you because you try. I love you because you inhabit your space, your existence so perfectly. Your space that you look in when you close our eyes is so, 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 so beautiful. Oh, that was nice. I didn't know I felt that way about myself. Like I knew, but reading the words felt nice. Am I narcissistic? No. No. That was really sweet. I needed that. It's nice to know that February Roland was in some way thinking of July Roland too. Wow. I'm definitely in this season of like needing to lift myself up. Like I told y'all, I'm back, by the way, this is my room in America. I'm back and lifting myself up, lifting myself up, being my own anchor. It's easier, it's a little easier than it was in the beginning. It still takes a lot of energy though, but like 
I'm not mad at giving that to myself anymore. I used to be really upset. Like, why do I have to try so hard to believe in myself? Why is it so difficult? But I've accepted the difficulty and I know I deserve to love myself and believe in myself. And that love overrides that anger. And it's not like I'm pushing my anger down. It's just like, I accept this and my love for myself will carry me through. And it's okay. All right. I also said that I was going to get into a few of my answers for the self-trust challenge, which I will link again in this description below. Um, if you haven't seen the first video already, watch that after this one or before this one. Um, I don't know how your brain works. It's whatever you want to do. So in the Discord group that I'm in, you can join it as well. It's a beautiful space. It's uh, Don't come in there on some bullshit. It's a, it's a beautiful space with lovely women envies it's just a ugh, like you can put in what you're going through and a couple days later someone will hit you back with some advice people check up on you we do a uh, study time sometimes so you pick something to focus on for like two hours we do the pomodoro technique and in between breaks we talk to each other and elza is just so cool and I read one of my answers to her and another person in the group. Her name is Mariah. I really hope it's Mariah and not Maria. I think it's Mariah. I'm so sorry if I got your name wrong. I'm so sorry. I think her name is Mariah. She's She was, I, I mean, I only went to one session, but they were really cool and funny. And it was nice connecting with people outside of my family. Not to say my family isn't great. It's just I was with them for a bit. I was just stuck at the house with my family. It was nice getting to know new people because I be shy sometimes. So I read one of my answers and they told me that it was so beautiful and it made me want to share a little something with you all. It made me feel really good about my answer and about myself because it really came from the heart. So what does self-trust mean to you? And please feel free to answer these questions either in the comments below or you can join the Discord group and answer them there. There's no right or wrong in the Discord time-wise. Like, if you want to answer the question, <clears throat> Elsa's not going to get mad at you. So you can join and answer the question there. Or you can put it down below, and I'll screenshot it, and I'll give it to Elsa because she is the creator of these questions, and she loves hearing your answers. All right. What does self-trust mean to you? How easy is it for you to trust yourself and others? What a beautiful question this is coming back around right now. <laughs> Maybe I should do this again and see if my answers have changed. I kind of want to write my answer first and then read this or say my answer first and then read it. I don't want this to influence my answer now. So I'm going to do it now. My answer to this question now, what does self-trust mean to me? Now, self-trust to me means when I feel an emotion, I'm not afraid of it because I know that I'm here for myself. It's like a foundation of knowledge that I'm not going to cast my emotions aside. I'm not going to sit in discomfort that's not making way for growth I'm not going to suffer I'm not going to let myself suffer more than I need to you know what I mean like sure there is suffering in life 
Like, you can't control what life throws at you. But I know now that I'm in control of what I'm in control of. And that's what self-trust means to me now. Self-trust to me is knowing deeply that I am truly in control of what I'm in control of. Just like how I'm making this video right now, it has been on my mind day after day. And I'm like, yo, July is leaving. July is leaving. And I haven't been wanting to beat myself up about being disciplined because I have been really tired. Traveling takes a lot of energy and we were doing a lot the last time I uploaded this the part one. There was a lot going on and I just didn't have the energy really to pick myself up. I had the time but I used... I had the time, but I used that time to rest. And I'm not mad at that because I'm making the video now. And another thing I trust myself to do is not beat myself up and give mental energy away to thought processes and patterns that aren't helping me. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, this video's too late. Oh, Roland, you suck. And I can feel it in my heart attaching to that because I'm not, I, I've just started this mental diet kind of journey and it's still pretty close to me so I can feel myself like attaching to those narratives again because they're so close and familiar I haven't forgotten them yet <coughs> whoa <coughs> you know what I'm not even mad at that because that reminded me to drink some water. <sighs> Thank you, body, for reminding me to drink water in your own mysterious way. What was I saying? What was I talking about? I genuinely don't remember. I trust myself. Yes. So what I'm actually going to do is rewrite the program and go <clears throat> I am in this present moment right now whatever I did or didn't do in the past it's in the past and it makes up who I am right now and I love myself so therefore I love my mistakes I love my shortcomings I love my perceived flaws because I love me and I don't have to beat myself up I for such a long time I thought that it was like law, like nature for me to be self-deprecating, for me to be mad at myself so that maybe other people wouldn't be. Like, let me do the work for you, in a sense. But it was just like, what's like worrying about something that hasn't happened yet and that thing happening and you cause yourself double suffering? Like, okay, it might happen, but you don't need to cause yourself the suffering right now. Like, deal with it when it, when it gets here. Cross that bridge when you get there. So... In a sense, I was I was just like doing the work for other people. And then when other people came and shit on me, I was like, oh, see, I already knew. And also now I feel worse because I have two layers of self-deprecation or of deprecating of self. So I can take it upon myself to be like, hey, girly, you're doing your best. That's a triggering statement for me, but you're doing your best and I see you and I'm proud of you and you're making this video right now and that's what matters. And immediately I think of how someone else might think that it doesn't matter, but I'm not them. I have to constantly remind myself that I can make my own values and my own rules and my own mental schisms and my, my own ideas. And one of them is that 
I am present in this moment and it is okay that I did not do this earlier. I'm not doing it too late and I'm not doing it too early. I am right on time because baby, I'm Saturn's son. Don't play with me. Capricorn rising. See, my lock is poking out. I was mad at first because I was like, it's only been two days since I got this done, but I'm not mad. It's going to add a little character and I can't really control it. So, you know what? Add, add a little character. I look like a fairy. Anyway, yeah, that's what self-trust means to me now. It's like having this anchor in me that no matter what happens, like I can take care of myself. And it's not just relying on self, but no, on the knowledge that I have tools. I have cultivated tools. I have been blessed with tools. Yoga, meditation, uh, journaling. What else? Dancing. My speaker. Like, that's one of the biggest blessings of my life. I thank God for my speaker as much as I remember to. Like, thank you, goodness, for my speaker. I love my speaker. I love music those are my tools and my tools are not the same tools for everybody so that's why i i think that's why i say i cultivated these things because i didn't create yoga i didn't create meditation and i think the yogis that did every time i do those things and i remember i'm not perfect well de depends on your definition anywho but I found the things that have worked for me, that have worked for my nervous system, that help me instead of harm me. And I think that's worth something. So that is what self-trust means to me now. Now, how easy is it for me to trust myself and others? It depends on the... I know, I know for sure that my answer has definitely gotten a bit more specific and vague at the same time or I guess a bit more compartmentalized in different areas because it depends how easy it is for me to trust myself and others. Now, when it comes to taking care of myself, I can trust myself to do that. You know, pull myself up from a place of love and not fear and hate and you got to do this. Now, when it comes, and I'm very honest with myself too. I'm very honest with myself. So it's getting easier to be honest with other people. But I will say I'm still, it's, it's still, there's resistance that comes with trusting others. Um, and that's something that I'm working through in different areas. So when it comes to like being myself, when it comes to being myself around other people, that's something I'm afraid of because I'm, I'm afraid of rejection for being myself. For like, I don't know. It's the, it's the littlest things like shifting when I'm uncomfortable laying next to somebody or farting or how I chew. It's it's little shit like that that I think have been scrutinized in the past for me that have just made me kind of like don't want to be, I guess, myself around a person because what if they reject me? So maybe I need to show myself that I'm okay when someone rejects me and it's not the end of the world so that I can be more of myself and then drilling in the truth that the less of myself I am the more this person is falling for someone who isn't me the more this person is connecting with someone who is not me and my whole shit is authenticity 
So, at the very least, I'm going to be honest about it and say something, which I'm very proud of myself for. Now, I can definitely say something be like, I'm scared to like this, this, and I'm nervous to this and this and so and so. And that's just a little half step to, to fully being myself and be like, oh, fuck you if you don't like me. I'm not there yet. But that's, that's how easy it is for me to trust myself and others now. Let's read my previous answer. Whoa. Whoa. Look at my hands, y'all. Yo, look at that. It looks like I don't have like elbows and arms. Like it looks like these aren't my hands. Like someone is, I'm a puppet and someone has these hands out here. Dude, wow, look at you. Look at you. Like it's like, it's my arms. This has been a very long journey. To me now, self-trust is listening to my mind, body, spirit, or soul, and or soul. It is making the best decisions for me and knowing that I have the tools to, hand to handle any consequences of the decisions. It's building a repertoire of self-responsibility. It's knowing I can depend on myself. It's a skill that I get better at. Oh, wow. Okay, affirmation. It's an inner foundation that my inner child can step and feel steady on. Why am I so sweet? Oh my God, I am so sweet. Jesus. It's knowing that I'll always be here for me and setting boundaries to protect myself. It's easier now to trust myself because I have allowed myself to exist while experiencing any emotions, which wasn't the case when younger. I have validated my experiences and have proven to myself that when it comes to me, I am always right. My intuition is right. My body is right. And what I mean by that is what I, what I think about my experiences. Like if I say I have been a, a, a if I say I have in the past been emotionally abused, I know that I have. And you're not going to gaslight me and make me think something different. That is my truth. It's really nice reading all of this back and getting like a, a refresher on some of my deep, my deep desires, some of my deepest desires and just refreshing myself on what my definitions of certain things are like I think this answer goes relates pretty closely to my my new answer and it's crazy because I thought I was getting like better like I thought I was in a better place and maybe I am but I also feel like I've re regressed and I'm not where I like to be when it comes to setting boundaries and living in my own reality because shit like that is getting challenged. So I have to reinforce the things and it doesn't mean that I have not made progress. It just means spiral staircase, which I mentioned in the previous video. So if you haven't seen that already, just click off this one. Okay, maybe it'll be over there. Hopefully, soon this will transfer over to others. It's quite difficult for me to trust others, but that could also just be, be but that could also just be because there aren't many around me to completely trust. Well, shit. Well, did she lie? She did it. I am slow to warm up and wary of new connections, but when I feel safe, I know. 
I feel it deep within. So maybe it's getting easier. The more I trust myself and show up authentically and honestly, the more I can trust others. It's just scary though, since I've been burned before. Oh, I wish I could clip part of this video and send it to somebody because this exact thing is I'm experiencing right now. First of all, I am slow to warm up. I'm really proud of that discovery because it just, it's so true. And it's like a piece of me. Like I know if I ask myself, who am I? I am sweet. I'm slow to warm up. And that's not because I've been burned. It genuinely, I am just slow to warm up. Call it my eighth house placements. But I just, I'm not speaking in a new space immediately. I need time. I need time to get acquainted with the space and the energy. And then I'll speak. Now, if I'm drunk, I'm a, we gonna talk. But soberly, I am a slow to warm up person and wary of new connections. Because, I mean, have you seen my aura? Like... Everybody is drawn to this, so I have to protect myself. I can't let everybody in, but that also doesn't mean I have to assume and expect the worst balance. Now, the more I trust myself and show up authentically and honestly, the more I can trust others. <sighs> I made a TikTok a very long time ago on resentment and how... It's not fair for me to not speak up and like assume that the other person will read my mind and then when they don't, I get mad at them. I can't do that. That's not good. That's not healthy. That's not healthy communication. That's not love for myself, for the other. Because I'm suffering. And I'm like, why won't this person see I'm suffering? This person is not going to sit here and wonder why you're shifting around them all the time or wonder what's changed and try to read your mind because that's not healthy too. And I have been on both sides of this. I have been the mind reader growing up like niggas would never communicate what they wanted. I had to figure it out. Like, what do you want from me? Okay, I'll dig under the surface, read between the lines. Every minute action that you take and differ, I'll, I'll read into it so that I can know what you want because you just won't tell me. That takes mental energy and it's not healthy and I refuse to do that shit. So if you don't tell me something is wrong, I'm going to continue doing my shit. And what I'm afraid of now is being myself and getting rejected. But the thing is, ugh, really like if, if they don't like it, then they don't like it. And I have to allow that person to make their own decisions. Like it's manipulative to center parts of yourself because you want this person to like you that's manipulative you're not letting them see you fully and make their own decision and you're also assuming that you're you're not good enough and that your fullness will be rejected regardless and that's not true you don't know that this is a very nuanced conversation and on the other hand you cannot sit here and not speak up for yourself and and want someone to read your mind. But I can understand why you would want that if you have grown up reading other people's minds. You're like, why can't you do that shit for me? So you're telling me the things that I did, it, was, it wasn't it was healthy? Like, I thought that I was doing the good thing. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. No, you're telling me I was just surviving? Oh, trauma? 
I thought I was fine. <laughs> See? This, this is why communication is so important. And I think in our society at large, there is a big need for understanding of other people's perspectives. I believe you can hold, well, okay. I can hold space for, like I said in my previous video, I can hold space for multiple perspectives. And I thought that that was a common thing, but I'm seeing now that that's not so common. I don't have to necessarily agree or disagree with you. Like, that's not where I'm coming from. That's, what I, that's not what I'm just, not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I see what you're saying. I can understand where this comes from and why you're saying that. And I can, I can get to the depth of what you're saying. And it's not reading into it. It's not going under the surface in the way I was previously talking about. What I'm talking about is digging to see every minute shift, every change, every change in intonation, shit like that. Becoming hyper aware of changes so that you can shift and meet someone else's needs because you need to survive. Like, you don't want to get burned. You don't want to get yelled at. Whatever the case may be. You don't want to be beat. Whatever the case may be. This is how a child operates in their environment they think oh it must be my fault i need to change and you're not telling me what's wrong so i need to figure it out that's what child processing is going to do now what i'm talking about understanding people's perspectives it's just like not judging people immediately it's like oh shit you really think like that i can see why you think like that and just going hmm just hmm this requires an actual sense of what you believe. So before you even open up those Twitter comments, ask to yourself, what is it that you actually think about this tweet? And then go into the comments and decide whether or not you agree or disagree with where people are coming from, whether that aligns with your values or whatever you think about the tweet. Instead of going to the comments first and then forming your opinions from what you're seeing, because you're human, you're going to go with what has the most likes. Like they know your psychology. Social media is based on your psychology. Okay, thank you, goodbye. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You'll go, am I wrong? Oh, I thought this, but maybe I'm wrong. And now you don't know what to think. Now you don't know how to trust your own thoughts. Okay, goodbye. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, part two. Curiosity, wonder, instead of judgment. I think our society, social media is so judgy. And miscommunications happen all the time because people don't know where other people are coming from. And they make assumptions about where they're coming from. And it's just... Ah! It's just, ah! I be having to turn my phone off. Like, it's just, ah! I'm learning that I need to speak up for my needs and also be be authentic and that is and that includes speaking up for my needs and not being afraid of what i need and expressing that and and making sure to communicate what i don't like instead of hoping the other person will figure it out while also training myself to not read into every little thing and trusting here we go and trusting that the other person will come to me if I'm doing something that they don't like. The only reason why I'm still sometimes very hyper aware 
and reading in between the lines and overthinking things is because when something happens that I don't like, I don't say anything. I don't say anything. Why? I don't say anything because I'm scared they'll get mad at me. Wow, this is a larger conversation than I thought. I don't say anything because I'm afraid of backlash. I'm afraid of that person yelling at me and getting mad at me for for having discomforts, for having dislikes. Growing up, y'all, like, it was bad for me. So trust me when I say, like, saying what I'm uncomfortable with is difficult for me. But I want to get better. I have a desire to get better. So I will. But I'm learning that not everyone is going to be upset with boundaries. Not everyone is going to be upset and take it personally that you don't like something. Because they love you and they want you to feel safe and secure and okay. So the more that I do that, the more that I speak my boundaries, the more that I am honest with other people about what I need, about what I like, but what I don't like, the more I communicate and I'm open and honest, the more I can trust other people to do so, so that I'm not overthinking and that I can be more myself. It's a cycle and I'm not sure if it's even a circle or maybe a triangle. I'm not sure what that looks like in an equation or in a in a formula or how that all relates to each other but it all relates to each other maybe it's in a maybe it's a cone of some sorts i don't know i feel here that it's all relating to each other because i'm open and honest with myself and with you and i trust that you will do the same for me so i don't read into what you do because i trust that you'll tell me the truth and i Trust myself to tell you the truth because I'm safe and I'm losing the plot. I pray and hope that you followed. So notice that that was the 14th, okay? On the 15th <laughs> preface, I wrote, oh, how quickly things can change. Today, I feel worthless, stupid, paralyzed, too scared to do anything, too scared to do nothing. And then I wrote... I have to be doing something when all I want to do is lay in bed. What have I done to warrant a break? This shit comes directly from my father. Directly. This man has worked blood and bone to get his family to a better standing and does not take a break. What does that tell me? It means I can't rest. But baby, we changing that. I'm so sorry. We change that. We don't live like this no more. Mm -mm, we don't. I definitely am still struggling with this this month. But I, man, I'm doing so much better. I'm doing so much better. I'm really proud of myself. I'm doing so much better. Because I really, this, this goes into self-trust. I trust that what I'm feeling in the moment is fine and that I won't feel that way forever and that I will feel motivated again because that comes from in, inside of me. Extrinsic motivation is not as, it doesn't work as much as intrinsic motivation. And this really just takes time. It really just takes time and self-awareness to notice that when you feel like doing something, You'll do it and you know the difference between pushing yourself to get up and do the thing that you know you can do versus forcing yourself 
to get up knowing deeply that you need rest. You can wake up and need rest, okay? You could have just had 16 hours of sleep, which is, there's such thing as too much sleep, and you can wake up in the middle of your sleep cycle and actually be drowsy and not refreshed. So that's a thing, that's a thing. So if you're tired, baby, if you have the means to lay the fuck back down, lay down. This video is getting too long. Lay down. But yeah, what have I done to warrant a break? Existed. Existed. It's it's all about retraining your mind, man. And there's only so much you can do if you're still in the household that harmed you. But do what you can. And when you are fully done, best believe spirit, the universe will take you up out that bitch, okay? But yeah, I, I am definitely feeling these things of the february month this month but i can say that i'm dealing with them so much healthier next mm, this is a good one so i said i learned more about emotional intelligence and not letting them control slash overtake your thoughts and behaviors the month of february keeping your emotion wheel on deck this is that balance this is another balancing act going on here because something can happen in your day, right? And that can completely ruin you. And for the rest of the day, you're in a mood. Now, uh, I don't want to be like the person, I don't want to be a person that's like everything in your reality is your fault. I don't like that. And maybe it's because I'm still struggling with perhaps accepting that as a truth. But at a certain point, you have control over like what you allow to affect you in a way because you have the power to be like, OK, I'm not going to let that affect me, which takes a couple tools like learning, not how to, learning how to not take things personally and some other stuff. So it's not just like a switch like, OK, you can do it. No, it takes some things to learn. But I'm saying it's possible. I used to be very reactive in this way in which something would happen and I'd be like, I can't finish my work no more. Shit, it's over. And and I'd never meet my goals. I'd never do the things that I said I wanted to do because I was so emotionally reactive. But now I have learned to feel things but not let them control my actions and if it's happening in the moment I can put it in the container and deal with it in a timely manner that is important I don't, I'm not sure if I talked about this in the last episode but it is very important to take things out of the container okay don't bottle things up you put them in the container to take them out later but in the moment you're able to be like I have something to do right now, so I'm not going to let this affect my flow in this moment. And I've, you know, pat on the back. I've gotten to the point where I can feel what I'm feeling and do what I'm doing simultaneously. Like I can take a, I can take a moment, feel what I'm feeling, tell myself what it is I need to hear, give myself the words and love that I'm searching for in another person, perhaps, and move on. And in that way. I don't always have to put things in the container. I can deal with them in there in a timely fashion and move on. Now, now if it's something really deep, okay, I'll make sure to table it for later and I'll take it out or it'll come out on its own when I'm in the space to be able to handle it. But I just feel like this relates a little bit to what I was saying about 
sometimes like not wanting to get up and do the things you want to do and not allowing yourself to rest like sometimes you have to it gets uncomfortable you have to be like how badly do you want a thing you have to be willing to get up and work for it like this video like I really wanted to lay down but I was like I have a thing I have goals I have things that I want to do and one of them is finishing what I start and July is almost over I need to make this video so I got up I assessed that I had enough energy to do so so I got up I started recording an excuse that I made a lot was that my phone was gonna die my phone is plugged up and charging at this moment so that it won't die you work with what you you work with what you you do your best with what you got always like there are no excuses you do your best with what you got and if you don't have it then you gonna have to do it without it and that is your best and you just trust that your best is enough and move on basically what are you planning on doing and what are you willing to do to get there and then figure that out and uh, write down your obstacles and then eliminate your obstacles so that you can get what you want because you deserve it and if you don't think you deserve it that's an obstacle get rid of that that's one of the questions on the self-trust journaling challenge by the way hi quickly uh, editing Roland here I think it's so funny because we ask the universe this is what I want please show me how to get this then the universe shows us how to get it some things we need to let go of and we're like I don't want to do it like that though like I know that's the way for me to do it but like I don't want to do that like we ask the universe for what we should do the universe tells us what to do we gotta do it bye all right i'm almost done y'all hanging up hanging up i'm trying this is a question i answered in the discord group that everyone was like oh my god so beautiful so i want to share it with you what is your last broken promise and why do you feel that you can make amends i don't make promises to myself i don't make goals anymore because i allow my emotions to call the shots and that gets in the way of my work and I've struggled with pushing them down, dismissing them, eating them, versus allowing them to fully be here and me be at their whim and every beck and call. Allow them to get in my way, absorb them as me, swinging all the way up, then down like a pendulum. I often feel like I ask for all the problems possible before coming to earth. Damn. So I worry, so I'm wary to make goals because I don't know balance. I don't know how to keep my emotions and those of others separate from me so that I can meet my goals. And I struggle to be compassionate for myself when I don't meet them. It's weird giving myself what I didn't get when I was younger. And I get angry having to. I probably did get it from my mom, but I can only seem to remember the absence of it from my dad. So no, I don't remember the last broken promise because I save myself the trouble and don't make them. Are there ways to make amends? Probably by making some promises to myself. Okay, I promise to be more mindful of my emotions, call them like they are, not use food to feed them, not take them out on others, though it is so easy to do. Ooh, I can also do that 21 day yoga challenge and stick to this challenge. I did do the challenge. Yay! No, it wasn't 21 days in a row. It was over the course of three months, but that worked for me, and I'm not mad at that. Period.
see how sexy that is see how empowering it is to like make your own rules like that's sexy like i know you want me anyway that was beautiful i love when shit like that happens that puts in a bow everything i've talked about for like the last 30 minutes one of the questions was also to make a values list to really get down within you and ask yourself what are your values if you say like family is a value get deeper than that what what is it about family that you like what does family give you and then if you can't break it down any further then you have got your values so here are some of my values honesty love trust <laughs> patience which encourages others to take up space acceptance and communication now the thing about values is that once you identify them you must make your actions reflect your values and when you don't do that that's when some cognitive dissonance and some like you're not authentic comes in like that's where disingenuinity that's where that comes in disingenuousness inauthenticity unauthenticness that's where not being authentic happens okay so those are some of my values i just wanted to share those things are really important to me honesty is really important to me and i'm cultivating that every day like it's really crazy how what you put out is what you get back because I've been trying very hard to be honest with other people and the universe knows I'm trying because I know I'm trying and it's really hard for me sometimes because of that fear response that I get when I'm being honest with someone. And in the past few days, I have met some of the most honest beings. Like, they will dead ass call me out on some shit. Like, I don't know why you just said that. Like, be for real. <laughs> and it's just so beautiful to see because that is desperately, that is deeply the kind of world I want to exhibit within myself, express, and live in. And to see that was just so beautiful. I, I hope all those people are doing very well. It's just, oh, it's, they were brutally honest. It was beautiful. I'm not worried at all about my actions lining up with my values. And the more your actions line up with your values, the more content in life you will be. And your values will not always be somebody else's values. That's why values are important. That's why defining values are important. So then you can ask yourself, hey, is what other people see like, the actions does that match up with what i care about oh then i don't care what you think because i am good in here i am good over here my heart space is centered i am good i am at peace with myself and that's all you need to be because once you start living in another person's reality living by another person's value system doing things to match their values you're abandoning yourself and you're not going to feel good in here you're not going to feel good in here and the goal of life is to feel good in here at least my goal and it's just so beautiful because all of my thoughts and desires stem from my values or maybe not stem from but are rooted in my values isn't that the same shit <laughs> no because one is going in that direction and the other one is like that like i want to 
emphasize that it's my goals, my desires. And then when I look closely at them, they're rooted in my values. So that's how I know these desires are perfect for me. And they're very nice and very good and lovely for me. I think I might add to this list. I think I might add to that list. I might add security to that list. Yeah, perhaps. This is just a little quote I wanted to add because I know it's so easy to see me and think bubble gums and gum drops. But babe, life has not been easy for this gal. <laughs> okay. I can't believe I haven't physically broken into pieces. Life has only gotten worse since becoming aware. This is still true. Life has also only gotten better, but like, it's like, this is the truth. And then this is the iterations. This is the, what is the word I'm looking for? Like something and then everything stemming from that thing. Like it goes in both directions. There's balance here. Okay. I want to escape. <laughs> like, and I know it's just, it's easy to not feel the depth of what I say sometimes because it is written on paper and it's I think I'm saying this for myself too it's easy for me to forget where I've been like how much I've overcome because it's on paper and I'm I'm not in that same emotional space and headspace in the present moment but I gotta give it up to myself I really do because leave it up to some dark thoughts and I would not be here like for real so yeah I ended the journal prompts close to this month by basically saying this is a shitty month you create your own reality oh shut up this shit is shitty I'm gonna leave that as it is and I'm going to okay maybe I won't leave it as it is um I'm still figuring out my own relationship with the idea that I create my own reality because sometimes I like it. I like that belief when I'm feeling real good. And then when I'm feeling like shit and everything around me is giving shit, I'm like, I don't want to see that truth because then it'll force me to look in the mirror and be like, how are you causing your own pain and suffering right now? And for some reason, I just, I just like don't want to do that. And I don't know if that's a human thing or a learned behavior by so many things around us. Like, for example, I was taking a walk and thinking about how children grow up and have drilled into them the idea of competition. And, you know, competition steals joy, but I'm not going to go too much into that. But, yeah, I wonder if the more I do the self-exploration thing... I wonder if I'll become more open to the idea that like sometimes I'm creating difficulty for myself. I wonder if I'll be able to look at myself in that way without judgment and without fear. I wonder. Hmm. If I can wonder it, it's probably possible, isn't it? So I'm going to end this video now. I've, I think I've done enough. I'm going to end this video now with a poem that I wrote. And I'm going to link in below the article that accompanies this poem. I wrote it about boundaries. 
It's called Crumbling House by Roland Canigan. By Roland Canigan. <clears throat> How long can you stay in a crumbling house and wish you were not a genius? What does it feel like to be the tree outside of the crumbling window? And I shall end it there. Yeah, it was a really short poem. I don't write super long poetry. And I used to think that that, made, that meant I was not a poet. But no, I'm a poet because it's self-defined by who? By me. Thank you. So that has been a pretty comprehensive, thorough examination, observation, and slight analysis of my 2022 February, which is mirroring quite closely to my July. But in this instance, I have tools to do a lot better. Thank you for watching. Thank you so much for tuning in in more ways than one. Thank you so much for existing and I love you and bye. Thank you.